As a believer, reading God's Word is a critical part of your daily spiritual journey. And because it's so important, we've created a unique new resource to help you immerse yourself in biblical truth and open your eyes to all God's Word has for you. It's a free PDF download called The Word One-to-One that takes you on a guided journey through John chapter one. With biblical text and short commentary, each page provides insights that will strengthen your faith in an easy to read guided format. There's truly no other resource like this. Download your free PDF copy today at premierinsight.org forward slash resources. That's premierinsight.org forward slash resources. Understand, defend, and share your faith with confidence. This is Unapologetic from Premier Unbelievable. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm Ruth Jackson and you are listening to Unapologetic, which aims to help grow your confidence in thinking through and sharing your faith. We'd love to know what you think of the programme. You can get in touch via our social media or by emailing unbelievable at premier.org.uk. And just a quick reminder to head over to our website, premierunbelievable.com, to find more shows, articles, and resources. And if you register or sign up for our newsletter there, you can get yourself a free ebook, premierunbelievable.com. Today is our final episode with Claire Williams, founder of Get Real, an apologetics ministry engaging with the big questions of life, faith, and culture. Claire, thank you so much for giving us your wisdom over the last few weeks. I've so valued everything you've said. Um, I guess we, this is just kind of tying up some of the things and, and looking at some of the practical ways that we can be helping to reach young people. So um, we, we sort of touched on this in the first episode, but are there any specific questions that you see as, as sort of constantly coming up within the black community for young people? Yeah, um, where was God during the slave trade? <laughs> Um, is Christianity the white man's religion a classic one it's, it gets reformulated and it evolves um, uh, over time um, questions like um, who did black people worship before the slave trade um, is Christianity good for my black identity um, is Christianity a force for harm questions like that um, and maybe not necessarily articulated in the way that I'm saying, but in conversations or when you see um, the social media, looking at the things people are focusing upon, these are the things that are, are bubbling away under the surface. Um, and I guess we're going to touch at the end of, of some of the resources that people can go to kind of, you know, equip themselves with with these questions. But But I suppose from a kind of bigger picture perspective, what, what do you think apologetics misses when it comes to being culturally relevant? Yeah, I think because apologetics leans upon philosophy and it kind of needs to because that's kind of argumentation, it's logic. Um, sometimes we can miss people, okay, in favour of premises and, and propositions, ideas. And, and, and it's almost like the Christianese version of facts don't care about your feelings. And you can be as factually right as you as you like unless you are connecting with where people are we're going to miss them so i think sometimes the classical model model of apologetics in that kind of fact 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 way it kind of misses the 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 lived pain that people experience and i see 
when you look at Jesus' ministry, he, 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 he manages to do both. Yeah. He meets people where they are and he also challenges them, um, kind of like in terms of, of reasoning too. So in light of all of that, do you have any top tips for those of us who are really wanting to engage better with young black people? I mean, obviously, we've not got loads of time and you could write a whole book on this, but any sort of top tips that you could give us for for reaching them? Sure. Well, I would say um, the first thing is to, uh, in addition to, you know, your spiritual disciplines of prayer, Bible reading, community, fasting, all those great things, um, to read widely. Okay, so um, I think one thing I've discovered about um, young people in general, regardless of ethnicity, is that um, young people want to see that if you're going to tell me this about God, if I should if I should live my life like this, then do you know what the alternatives on offer are? Okay, and can you explain them to me without strawmanning them, Mm. but then landing on why you believe the things you do? And that really demonstrates intellectual credibility and humility as well, that as a Christian, I believe X, these are views out there. And um, these are the views. And this is maybe what I could even affirm in one of two of those views. But this is the reason why I land where I do, because there's so much thought available now for young people access. As we always talk about social media, etc. cetera. Um, if, you, if you look like a very narrow minded person, you're not going to regain that credibility. It's the charitable thing to do is to know different perspectives, but also to be certain in your position. So read widely. Just quickly before you yeah. move to your next point, you you used a phrase there which I loved, straw manning. Would you would you mind just um, sort of articulating what you mean by that for anyone that d- hasn't heard of the straw man argument? So kind of knocking down an opponent's view by making it um, easier or, s- or simplifying it to a point where it doesn't actually accurately reflect what they really believe. Um, so someone might do that to Christianity and say, oh, well, you Christians, you believe in child sacrifice mm-hmm. because, you know, God killed his own son. And that's not what we're talking about. It's something very, something very different. But that would be an example of the straw man. So charitably and fully acknowledge what other people believe um, and say, even what you could affirm on those on those worldviews, on those perspectives, and say, this is the reason why we take this position here. Brilliant. That's really helpful. Okay, so read widely. What's your next top tip, Claire? I would say to listen and learn. Um, so not um, listen to, um, and it's kind of linked to the first one, but when you're in, in your reading widely, in your listening, not just listening to your favourite mm. favourite person um sometimes i listen to things that make me squirm (laughs) you know that make me have to go back to the cross um because i might not necessarily agree with it or i have to really check my heart is it becoming callous Mm. um towards certain perspectives um so listen and learning you know not just assuming that we are in always always right there's some things i just don't know there's some things you just don't know ruth and sometimes maybe the person or the situation God brings to teach us, we might not like the teacher, <laughs> but maybe we need to learn something. So one is to read widely, two is to listen and learn. And to three, number three is to plug into ministries doing this kind of work. So I've already given you the example, I think on a couple of episodes ago of um, the Jude 3 project. So Lisa Fields doing some great work in America. She's got podcasts, video conferences, um, the movie Unspoken, um, social media is really um, thriving as well. So connect with people doing this thinking. Do- people like Dr. Vince Bantu, the urban apologist, urban apologetics, the book. Um, 
Pastor Jerome Gay Jr.'s book, The Whitewashing of Christianity. Um, yeah, just be aware of what's out there already. Um, and I think number four, understanding that, again, regardless of ethnicity, young people today are justice conscious. Mm. And if they get a hint of anything that is going to cause harm or erasure to a certain group of people, and if it's Christianity included, they will walk away from it. Yeah. And just being aware of that and really using, using some, is it the kind of wrong phrase, but saying, yeah, the fact that you're angry about X, Y, or Z, the correct response to injustice is a form of anger because mm. it's born out of love to want to see the situation corrected. Yeah. Okay. So, so saying, yeah, this is, this, this response is the right response on what worldview does your solution make the most sense? Yeah. And then um, number five, I would say just creating community. And it talks about this, you know, these forums for young people to ask their questions. So food, it was always a good one. Eating mm. out, um, you know, your home cells, theme park trips, um, clubs, um, you know, just things because obviously young people have really gone through the pandemic. And I've seen a, a huge change in some of the young people I've worked with for, pre to post pandemic mm. and just their socializing. So creating spaces where they can socialize and then being able to introduce these these gospel conversations. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say in terms of, of, of what we can do. You're listening to Unapologetic from Premier Unbelievable. I guess there's there's going to be lots of people who are potentially wanting to reach young black Christians, but but perhaps they don't have any young people in their church. They don't have a youth worker that, you know, they don't have young people themselves. They don't really know where to start. Is there any advice you would give for, you know, what are some of the ways that we can start right from scratch trying to reach young people? Well, first of all, I'd say I thank God for your heart for young people. Um, because um, everybody has that heart <laughs> and working with young people is not easy. I have to admit, I've done my time. <laughs> I've stepped, <laughs> taken a step back. And um, again, I said, taking a step back from my, my career in teaching secondary school young people as well. It's not easy. So thank God that God has inspired you and given you the heart for young people. Um, maybe you can volunteer in, in groups and institutions and churches that already have something going mm -hmm. on. Um, so I know, for instance, that um, I think Youth for Christ have like the Amplifier Advanced kind of evangelism mm -hmm. track. Um, you could work with local churches that work with young people. Obviously, get DBS checked, please. Um, <laughs> but just, just engaging and just seeing how young people um, interact with one another, how they gain information. What is Gen Z culture? What is that like? To become familiar with that and praying 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 you know i i um pray and i used to pray a lot more about this actually for you know opportunities to share my faith it's just general regardless of age and then it was like when opportunities arise it was like the holy spirit saying well you prayed for this <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh i just want to sit back on the train or i i don't want to talk about something during yet yeah, but praying that god will provide these opportunities and then when they, they do actually arise for you to be able to share your faith or have you know a conversation with somebody uh, um not shying away from that do you think there's something to be said for trying to get where young people are at so you know if they're on instagram they're on tiktok is is there wisdom and and value in trying to get yourself onto these platforms and reach people with a medium that that they're already engaging with yeah i think um it's good to 
be because TikTok is not a terrain I have traversed just yet. <laughs> I think I'm not sure I'll, I'll ever get onto TikTok, but who knows? Um, yeah, and just just seeing sometimes I, I have just scrolled through TikTok and just seen the videos that are trending and thinking, okay, so this is mm. this is what's what young people are engaging with, and the, the trends they you know they change so quickly. I think social media is a really powerful tool to do that. Um, but you know, if you think you know, if we think that we can go on social media and just start posting stuff and why aren't the young people engaging? Well, <laughs> maybe it's because we're not cool, you know, we're just not cool. <laughs> Although there was some research a few years back, which I'm holding on to, that actually some of the the people that the young people most want to kind of hear from and get alongside is, is the grandparent generation. I know we're not quite there yet, Claire, but, you know, there is there is hope <laughs> for us yet. It's not just about being cool and having the right trainers. Um, I guess one of the most effective sort of groups of evangelists when it comes to young people is, is young people themselves. So what would you say to young sort of on fire, passionate Christians, some of those people who perhaps, you know, you touched on the, the Amplify um, Youth for Christ and, and other organisations where, where they're really sort of training up those young evangelists. Well, what advice would you give to some of those young evangelists who are really keen to sort of reach their peers? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the first thing is that um, sharing your faith, um, evangelizing, having the heart to do that. Okay, is you are not solely responsible for that. You can only go where God asks you to go and leads you to leads you to go. But what happens in the human heart? You might have a conversation with someone where you know you think, oh my gosh, that went down like a lead balloon. <laughs> but you don't know what God is doing. So always believe the best about people you engage with but also always believe the best about what god is doing and what god might be doing regardless of whether you see them come to faith or not um and the second thing is to equip yourself so make sure that you have your spiritual disciplines down you know that you are reading your bible that you are praying etc you are in worship you are in church community but also um what take the temperature of your generation what are the questions that they're asking that you are asking and be prepared to give an answer and it might not be i don't know the answer that philosopher william lane craig would give <laughs> but if you've thought about it and i think that's what's uh, one of the um what people like to see kind of like engaging in faith conversations is that the person they're speaking to has thought about this and said you know what? Mm. i've actually struggled with this question too myself and i'm still working it through however here's a few perspectives um so preparing yourself as well um, I believe, yes, the Holy Spirit can give us, you know, divine wisdom um, on, on, you know, spontaneously, all those sorts of things. But actually preparing is also um, really crucial for this, this work of sharing our faith. You were a young person growing up with some of these questions and, you know, some of them got answered, some of them got answered a little bit later. Um, if you could go back to teenage Claire Williams, is there anything that you would, any advice that you would give us of, you know, after years of experience and um i would say to myself you claire you have a place in the christian story um that because i actually remember as a child reading say ephesians 6 that's a great um favorite of pentecostals you know the armor of god but before we get to the armor of god we're told about how slaves should treat their uh, masters should treat their slaves and i remember reading that and having like this kind of what have I just read here? And then we kind of just skip over to the armor of God mm. kind of thing and having to deal with that quietly, but actually um, being able to 
kind of engage with apologetics and look at how we can grapple with those kind of passages and look at how God's hand has been at work and he loves people from all ethnicities and seeing the 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 contribution of of black Christians to, 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 to faith has been really powerful for me. So I would say, Claire, you do have a place in a Christian story. You're not outside of it. And God loves you deeply. Um, Claire, you've listed so many great resources that people can find out more about, you know, these big questions. But obviously your organisation is an incredibly helpful resource. You've got so many great videos, articles, lots of things. Give us the sort of the handles, the website, all of that. So we okay. can, it will all be, all the links will be under our show on, on YouTube and podcast. But but if people are listening now, where are the places to go to find out more about what you're doing? Sure. Thanks, Emery. So the website is realquestions.co.uk, realquestions.co.uk. UK. and you can also find me on instagram at getreal321 um lots of videos on there um and i'm going to be writing some blogs soon so keep your eyes open for those as well brilliant well claire it's always an absolute pleasure to have you on the show and i'm sure this is not the last we're going to see of you because you're always doing lots of exciting things but thank you so much for joining us Thank you for listening to Unapologetic. As always, you can find out more about our guests through the links with today's show. And don't forget, there are more shows, articles and resources at our website, premierunbelievable.com. You can also register there for a free ebook. Thank you for listening and see you next time. You've been listening to Unapologetic. For more shows, resources and our newsletter, visit premierunbelievable.com.